0: Growning Geeks proudly presents What's the Topic Review? The following audio may contain language and other materials that may not be for a younger audience. The opinions expressed in this audio are solely of the speakers themselves. These conversations may contain spoilers for current media such as games, comics, movies, television shows, and more. Groning Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the various media discussed, simply the opinions expressed. Listener discretion is advised. Be sure to stop on by the Facebook group, scan your phone over any of the QR codes for any of that amazing content. Here is the beautiful YouTube with two fresh gag sports topics up there. We have the 2001 NFL draft and we had Gag on the Balls episode 51 where we covered the NBA Finals, the SEC, and AA Ron Rogers. Here's our link tree to all the stuff we got going on here. And for today's review, we have He Man Masters of Revelation. Netflix's newest property from Kevin Smith, coming in at a fresh 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience, however, gave it a 36%, so we'll get into that when we get going, but that that's something worth discussing right there, in and of itself. For today's panel, we have the lord of all things ge- geek, the king of Castle Grayskull, condom meant King. See? I said your right. name. You thought I wouldn't say it. Hey. And I am your host, Skelehor.
1: <laughs> that shit is hilarious.
0: <laughs> it was just too simple. It was too easy not to. But I mean, like, first of all, before we get going, how we doing, Tony? How we doing?
1: Oh, you mean besides the outbreak scare at my damn job where I had to go home yesterday?
0: Well, besides I'm that, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, at least like your kids ain't with you, so like you can't like you know pass it on if that's a thing. So I mean,
1: I don't know. My kids are like immune to the world right now. I don't think I've... They've only been sick, like, twice in their fucking life.
0: They're just impervious to just everything. It's, good for them.
1: It's like, God damn.
0: So if, like, I Am Legend was to happen, they would be, like, the survivors with their dogs. they probably everybody the last, else down.
1: They'd be the last two left, but they they don't do science and shit, so that'd be it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had a good run, humanity. We had a good run. My oldest
1: would, my oldest would be the one talking to mannequins and shit. Youngest would probably be with the dog. That's
0: how it worked out. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty gotcha. much but yeah, I'm I'm Brandon, so I'll just be moderating. Um, we have a lot to break down with He-Man Masters of Revelation. We'll try to keep it as compact as possible, but knowing no us, won't. we'll see how it goes. No, um, we won't. Before we get too far into things, let's just give... Um, you want to give your initial review, just your quick synopsis, and then we'll get in details. as we get going.
1: Well, let me, let me say this. I was refreshed to see that He-Man was getting a rework as we like to call it. And especially by Kevin Smith, cause I do respect his work. So when I watched the trailer, cause you know, you have to watch a trailer every now and then. And I saw the anima- animation that was in it. I was like, okay, I can get behind this. Cause myself, I grew up on V-Man. I had a Castle Grayskull. I had the action figures, or dolls as my mom called them. <laughs> I had them. I had almost all of them. I couldn't get an oracle because Was just that popular. That's my dude. So when this came out, I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it a chance. So the day it dropped, I literally hit play. I didn't look at how many episodes, I don't see how long it's play. Okay. I can get behind it, start off with he-man fucking up shit. Okay, I can get behind this. What he died? What the fuck just happened? Is dead too? Wait a minute. It's like 15 minutes into the show. What the fuck is how is this gonna work? It's called He-Man for a read. What the fuck is going on here? And I'm sitting back and I'm like, oh, so now all the magic might disappear. Oh, this ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't good at you all. Know? Oh. And now people starting like I want I when I compare it to the older version, more people knew He-Man's identity than in the newer version. Let's just say that. Because Teela did eventually find out in the older version she was fine with. It. In the newer version,
0: she was fine it. I love her feelings about it. <laughs> I was like... Spent too many episodes on that.
1: Woman, don't you fucking understand? It's called a secret identity.
0: It's like finding the out your best reason, friend was Batman and getting pissed off of that. He's going to fight crime. You're like, what are you doing? The,
1: the only reason Man in Arms knew about it is because he had to know about it. When the sorceress said, Hey, man at arms was there. (laughs) He had no choice but to know. The mom and dad were never told, but the mom figured it out because she's quite intelligent. The dad is more, I wish my son would be a man type of guy.
0: (laughs) It's impervious to that kind of information. He's impervious to this motherfucker
1: guy here coming out in a fucking chainmail speedo fighting, (laughs) you (laughs) know, fighting people. So the mom knew. I understand that's your best friend, but again, secret identity is needed for multiple things because we've all seen when a hero's secret identity was revealed, who's the people the villain goes after? The
0: family, always the family. Family, Start there.
1: loved ones. So if y'all are friends and best friends, like y'all are, you and Prince Adam, and they figure out, oh shit, Prince Adam is he man. Who can we hurt? Let's go after his parents. Let's go after all his friends, Orko, Teela. Man-at-arms. Cringer. Of course. I mean, Cringer... I'm glad to see that was the one constant in this show, because all the other characters had somewhat of a change. Like
0: a slight nuance, base, but it wasn't, like, egregiously their, like, out there.
1: Man-at-arms was a little more intelligent than he was. He's He was more of a Tony Stark type of guy in this one. Not saying he wasn't I was gonna say the he guy, was like the strongest
0: character. Throughout. Yeah,
1: not saying he wasn't the guy in the original, but that his hand to hand was okay. He wasn't fucking Batman level like he was in this one, because he was making shit on the fly and then kicking people asses. Mm-hmm. He's
0: putting
1: hands on people. I said I'm not mad at that because he was a pivotal character, so he does need to be. It does need to be separate. I will say, I love how they did some of the villains like Beast Man. I love that change because he was a fucking idiot and he was weak in the original. This one he was all about evil land, but he had hands, and he would fight, and he don't care who you were. he was in your face. I'm not mad about that. The evillyn character she was okay. I wish they would have kept the helmet on. yeah, that
0: my helmet off I'm like. No, 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 I was like, no, no. You it know was, what?
1: You kind of, kind of t- turned into a Marvel character. It was right like,
0: it was exactly what happened with the newest Star Wars. Like, as soon as Kylo Ren took off his mask, I did not give a shit about the character. It was like if you kept that and mask like, on for two movies, I would've been invested in the third reveal. That you know? that
1: was like her thing. It's like He Man and his big ass X on his chest with the chainmail. You
0: that's know that's just some horrible chafing on top of that too. Like that it, is, it, I'd I mean, be so pissed off. Would not he be here if i that.
1: He's got impervious skin, so that don't affect him. But once they did that, it kind of knocked her down a notch. I did, I did like that after they killed off He Man and Skeletor, supposedly. They did have the bitch and bone session with Teela, which can be understood, but like you said, they did take it on a little too long for me, and her moping kind of defeated the strength of her character.
0: Cause she's a strong ass woman. She doesn't need to be rooted in the identity of having like a male compatriot. Like, sure, that's your best friend and that's someone you cared for deeply. But like, she was such a strong person for everybody else. Why couldn't she be strong for herself? You know, and it was it was
1: especially ah. now because, like I say, everybody in this version got an upgrade. Tila got strong. Tila wasn't the next man at arms, but in this one, she was. So that lets you know how much of an upgrade she had. So when they, it just kept, and it's like every episode, it was something, something I'm like, okay, we get it. You're pissed about this. We understand. Move the fuck on from that. Okay. You understand? You quit. You don't want nothing to do with the royal family no more. Okay. But when they came back needing help, you reassembled your crew.
0: Like, and you were the first person to show up for the job, so like
1: you, you were still pissed the man in arm, but you knew where you had to go. To get help. He was disgraced, but he still came up and was laying hands on folks for the good. That's
0: mean: It was, it was definitely a um, twist on the original because I mean, I was very, very little like. When I was got around to watching like the reruns on Cartoon Network and all that, what was like still going on at the time, so it was very very vague. All I remember is like by the power of Gray Skull, the magic would hit his sword, he'd just become jagged. Cringer would become, you know, Battle Cat. Battle Cat, and put hands on everybody. I
1: had the Battle Cat. I had the big one. But Skeletor
0: just seemed so useless, like in the old old ones. But I was like a child, so I was like he just never stood a chance because like. You see, and in this Ian, one, just...
1: he... and again, when you heard him speak.
0: Joker just jumped through.
1: It jumped. I was like, you know what? It I, wasn't I, even I like a
0: slight fade. It was literally like if he took the Batman Arkham Joker, it was just right there. It's like, I love Hamill, but I didn't love him for this one. And you know what
1: else? You know what else he did? Pretty much the exact same voice. The laugh. And yeah, all that. When he was on The Flash. Remember when he was Toy Man, the original Toy Man, because his son was on there, too? And he came out, he started talking. And I was like, why are you doing the Joker voice?
0: It's like, is Mark Hamill like a one-trick pony for like his villain I, voices? Like, this I, is what I it is? I think that's
1: his, he's a, he's a Joker voice actor. That's all he is. I hate to say it, I haven't heard him do any other voices. Every animated character I've seen him do sounds similar to the Joker.
0: Did you know that uh, Kevin Conroy was in this? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know but that until could... looking up through the cast list. I'm like, Batman's in this? You have Batman yes. and Joker in this? But you, didn't, you
1: couldn't tell unless you knew how his, his voice was. He changed the way he talks. He, so when he talked, you didn't hear Batman.
0: No, because he was Merman, and you're just like...
1: Right. What? But if you listen for his bass undertone, because everybody have a, has that significant voice unless they change it all the time. You Know a lot of people on Cartoon Network voice multiple actors, well, you know, voice mm-hmm. multiple characters, yeah, but you would never know it. But that's a different level of skill than what you had in here because, yes, Conroy was Merman, you could tell it was him, but you wouldn't say, Okay, he did better. Mark, on the other hand, sounded just like Joker, and that's that's one of the things I did not like about this. He was strong character reminded me too much of joker
0: it, it was like way too much there of jokers like i love joker i've always and, said mark hamill does the best joker voice i think on god's green Earth, maybe I the day you? I die.
1: before you watched it what did i tell you i said you gonna know what i'm talking about when you go when it's gonna upset you
0: it was immediate it was like as soon as i heard the voice i'm like that's not skeletor like i that's understand not- there's similarities but it's not the same damn thing you
1: could have went back and listened to the OG Skeletor laugh. That shit might have been, you know, campy as hell, but it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, that's
0: what ah, he was supposed to be.
1: That's what it, he's a fucking skeleton. Yeah. That's what he, so when I heard, I was like, okay, I got you. Star power.
0: I mean, literally they had Chris Wood as He-Man, Harley Quinn Smith as Alina. Lena Headey from Game of Thrones as Evil Lynn. Mark Hamill was Skeletor. Sarah Michelle Gellar did Tila, so she did Which all you the wouldn't know? No. did No. You didn't know? I didn't know. And then Liam Cunningham from Game of Thrones as well was Man at Arms. Like, I heard the voice. I'm like, where? I know that voice. Where? Where is that exactly. from? And, and she, see, that's, there. that's
1: there between a good voice actor and somebody who has that one voice that they're going to be known
0: for. And then they had Alan Opelheim, who was the original voice of Skeletor, and he was Man at Arms, and then he was I think he was Cringer as well, or was it Arco. He was the Mossman.
1: Orco. Orco. Do not disrespect Orco. I keep telling you. <laughs> I didn't.
0: I'm just gonna say I don't fuck with that character like that. But like, I love what they did for him in this because he that had they a lot of character him, growth.
1: I love that they gave him a good backstory.
0: Because like his how, battle was probably the highlight of the whole thing. That's
1: I, the best he's ever done on any of the episodes <laughs> ever. I like how they came, is how he got his name that he was supposed to be called Oracle, but he couldn't pronounce it. So he can't, they got Oracle because then he became a disappointment. So they stuck with it.
0: (laughs) They're just kind of like, yeah, you kind of fuck up all the time, but it's not a big deal. So,
1: but that's the thing about his character. He is 100% comic relief. But when push comes to shove and it was time to throw down with some magic. He was there. He, he could hold his own. He was like, Evil Lynn was even like,
0: yeah, you can you can do some things every once in a while. It's like, you just mess up a lot. Yeah. Like, man, if you a, trained, that's... you'd probably be somebody.
1: Oh, and you saw it when he was in hell or whatever they want to call it and he was like, I got this.
0: He <laughs> was like, and then he handled or... business like, okay, Orko? there's something you need to explain to me and I think it's just for my base root and minimal understanding fucking... of like He-Man because I was so little watching it and like watching it now. Who the fuck was the ruler of hell? Was that, was that just an iteration of Skeletor, that's or just, is that like a whole other thing?
1: That's just an iteration.
0: Okay. Well, it it's, was.
1: It's, when they went to hell. It showed their greatest fear, basically. That's how they had to get the the, the whole splitting of the sword story is newish, but it's not. You know what I'm saying?
0: It's like they've done it before, but they didn't do it this way before.
1: Right. That, so everything everything in Revelations has a twist. So the ruler of hell is not like when we think of comics like Mephisto or Necron or even death with when you're dealing with Thanos and um, Deadpool. Mm. It's just whatever they see, because remember, she's the only one that saw it.
0: Yeah. Cause everyone else was off on their own nightmare, their own issues and trying to figure out. And then out, when the Orco
1: came on. up to fight it he hit it within three rings.
0: Cause like if the first ring was cool and then the second ring is like, I'm impressed. And then the third ring and hit, and you like, hey. And then
1: all them lights started coming out. like, yep, Orko is going full on. I'm killing all y'all. <laughs> I was like, don't. And then he died. Oh, man, I was like, for real?
0: But, like, after seeing the show, like, is death even permanent anymore? like, I mean, not to for throw this, the whole no. ending out there on there, but, like, He-Man does come back, and Skeletor does come back. And, like, with, Ted, where well, they left everything was just dead.
1: Skeletor never left.
0: Yeah.
1: Remember, he jumped into Evil End's, um... Scepter. Whatever, ball of justice or whatever the fuck she called yeah, yeah, it. She want justice. <laughs> <laughs> so, technically, he never left. Yes, Prince Adam uh, died. Went
0: which to heaven. I
1: still, I still find it hilarious that he chose his Prince Adam version and not his e version. Dang.
0: He That's just was wimpy little shrimp dude and everyone they else is just... That,
1: they, when they call him Wee Man, oh, that was it. I had to pause. I laughed. That shit was hilarious. And, yep, he's Wee Man. Like, yeah.
0: Was I the only one that was, like, egregiously disturbed that, like, the progressive voice man was one of the previous He-Mans? I was like, you're in good hands. I was like, I just need that line one time. Yeah, like, His I voice mean, was just so ridiculously prevalent, you're just... It's you like know. his
1: voice just puts it out there like, yeah, I'll, I'll follow you. I'll follow you wherever you say but, I
0: mean, so, he was still, like, so ridiculous because at the end, he was like, you could literally live in heaven and never have any issues. The mantle will pass on to somebody else. And he's like, nah, I'm going to give up heaven forever. I'm going to go save the yeah, day. Yeah, I'm
1: going to go back with my people down here.
0: And then, like, ten minutes later, the whole universe is just fucked.
1: Guys, <laughs> again. Well, he gets stabbed in the back.
0: He I'm like, goddamn, you just can't catch a break. He died damn twice man. in six episodes, I mean. Chris Wood is getting the most for the minimal amount of episodes he's had to appear in. So, I mean, yeah, like 16 <laughs>
1: words, getting pages like everybody else.
0: Yeah. I mean, it It was such a... It was a very, very quick show, like literally, you can watch this in one night, grown geeks Like, literally, it is... You can. One in, one out. Not a big deal. It's like maybe maybe three hours.
1: A little bit but less. But it's night. not He-Man in the Master of the Universe. is He-Man 15 Minutes.
0: It is uh, Tila right and the sidekicks of the universe. Yes. That basically what this is. And you get more character in depth of characters you were interested about. You get a lot, lot, more, a lot more
1: backstories. Yeah. You know,
0: and then a lot of retellings of Tila going through her emotions. Because, like, she was such a badass. But the it really just dragged the show for me that, that she was so disturbed in her feelings about everything that had happened with Adam and He-Man and... How she just was like, No one told me And just like he said from the beginning, it's a secret identity. It's not like, you know it's just something you casually throw out there. Like if he told her, she would never have wanted him to go out and try and save the universe again. Right. An How attorney would have just suffered. It.
1: But you know what the funniest thing I one of the funniest thing I saw when fucking trap jaw uh locked trap jaw at all. Um... Triclops. Mayday on fucking cult. <laughs> oh, right. Y'all ain't that smart. <laughs> you convert people into machines? The fuck is this bullshit?
0: Oh, that shit was hilarious. I mean, you don't ever look at a cult leader and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a genius right there. You're just looking at the followers and you're just kind of like, what What y'all doing? Like, what happened here? Why? How did you end up like this? But, like, the weirdest line that was thrown into this was, I'm pretty sure you caught it, too, when... Who was Teela's like sidekick character, the Adventure Oh, character?
1: I can't remember her name. Like that's been bothering
0: me. Because like literally, she came out with the line "No glove, no love." Just straight out there in the middle of the show, and you're like, "I saw the PG rating. I know what I saw. You can't just throw that out there and be like, expect people not to catch that."
1: Look, most of these people aren't paying attention.
0: It's like it was literally in the middle of a fight scene. Just no glove, no love. Just really what was her fucking name cause like I thought she was a good character but I never remembered her name it just never stuck with me and then I think they dropped her name like twice never again like Roboto had more lines than she did and, I mean what an appearance for that guy I mean damn
1: yep, yeah, he, he did have to sacrifice himself which was okay. like it was kind of tragic but like you're like also it's a robot
0: like what has been made before can be remade again that's what i'm gonna
1: find out who this chick was
0: i was gonna say like you're just in a deep deep dive all you have to do is basically i think type in teela's sidekick and like her Andra. name oh. Andra. Andra. that is not a memorable name but that would fit within everything going on um if you had to give one of the voice actors from the show like the most props which voice, like, really stuck out to you? Like, either you liked it because it stuck true to the originals, or you liked it because it was, like, a fresh twist on what we had going on.
1: Actually, I would have to go with Tony Todd. Really? Because I didn't know that was him at first until, like, halfway through the final. I was like, wait a minute, I know that fucking that, I know that voice. Because I didn't look up people, you know, who's in it. I just knew Mark was in it. That's all I knew. I was like, okay. I don't want to know who's in it. I want to not give it you know a celebrity rating for just the star power until I watch it and so once I started recognizing voices like okay that's not a bad that's not a bad cast P man great cast Sarah Michelle great but Tony Todd it's like I guess for me because Candyman has such a, a a space in my life that I love that character and he always puts his all into whatever he does. Even when he was in Final Destination, he still reminded you of, I might be death. That was what everybody was saying when he's in Final Destination. It's like, oh shit, don't talk to here. Is he death? Is he gonna be, is is, the, is he the character of death? Because that's what he gives off. So when you see him and when you hear him and he starts talking and then he's having his all in-depth conversa- uh, conversations with Tila it drew me into that character and I was like damn okay okay That's, that I like that so I mean for me Tony Todd if I had to do some shit that made me laugh it had to be uh Triclops because that was Henry Rollins and just that the whole scene every time he was in there with his little cult. I mean it was just hilarious I mean those two right there I fucking hated Mark I am not gonna lie
0: yeah, it's like, I love Mark Hamill, and we've had so many shows where I'm just literally just all about everything Hamill does. This sucked. Yeah. Like, there's no nice way of saying it. Like, they gave Skeletor a lot of love, and Skeletor himself and, like, his actions were phenomenal. Skeletor the voice? That is, like, a hard-failing grade.
1: It was one of the weak spots for me. Just for me.
0: I know a lot of people go, like,
1: hey, you got to talk about Joker like that. Oh, I mean, because I'm talking about Skeletor. It's scan.
0: Yeah, it's like, Skeletor was not Joker. Like, those things have to be a separate identity. They're not the same IP. They're not supposed to be ridiculously that simple. But, like, for me, I would have given a Lena he- Headey, Evil-In. I love the yes. voice. There was nothing about that. I was like, as soon as I heard that voice, I'm oh yep, that's Lena Headey. You just know who that is. You know what she's done, all of her roles she's been in. She's had brought a lot of star power, and she brings a lot of um, strong villain vibes for women. She's just she phenomenal. Was what
1: phenomenal. She was Cersei, right? She was Cersei, yes.
0: And then she was also. I only in, watched a little bit of Game of yeah. Thrones, so. Yeah, and then she was um, also in Three Hundred. She was the Spartan queen yep, who was did. like, "Yeah, just go execute oh, that I mean, dude, like make it happen."
1: You, you can't forget that one. That's like, even though it was false historical <laughs> recollection of what happened. Very false. Was a good, it was still a good good show.
0: Yeah, it was it was a good movie. And then um, I liked Liam Cunningham. I really liked his uh, Man-at-Arms cuz like that was that was a good voice for it. He brought a lot of charisma, brought a lot of talent, brought a lot of depth to it and like I did not for the longest time there was a YouTube channel that I always watched called Man at Arms where they forged like geeky weapons and I never yeah. for the longest time made the connection Man at Arms was literally just a take directly from He-Man Masters of the Universe yep. and like doi. So, and a lot
1: of people also forgot that that wasn't his name that was his title his name was not man at arms he was (laughs) dunking his title was man at arms in the court but he was dunking on all these tools with these tools right and that's why when teela was getting promoted she was going to be man at arms that was going to be her new title because right now she's just captain man at arms is the top dog that's the one that leads everybody Duncan was done. It was Teela's turn.
0: And Teela was like, Hi guys. Had a good run. I'm out. <laughs> Couldn't believe He's the up. lies. I mean, it was definitely a huge twist. We never really expected them to kill off the main character, but I'm pretty sure we'll get into the audience score now. That is exactly why the audience was so pissed off. It's because you killed off your main two characters, your main two draws. 15 it minutes it, in and had the side characters have to carry. If you didn't like the actual it, IP, not you're not about
1: it. it. Made, you made it a feminist show, basically. That's that's technically what I've been seeing i'm like
0: who cares like if it's a good acting performance i'm not really about that like he man is about every character being strong in their own unique way
1: right and Tila wasn't no punk in the original show at all no she put
0: hands on everybody of every like whatever perceived race you had in this show like you had like the lizard people you had a man beast i mean like there was a lot of stuff going on you're just like and she she was hands on everybody.
1: And then let's not hope they bring in She-Ra next because then y'all really going to get triggered. Because <laughs> She-Ra can beat He-Man. <laughs> Watch it.
0: That's going to be hilarious. Like, There's a lot of different pieces going on. There's a lot of uh, good stuff with it. But that is exactly why the audience score is what it is. But I feel like the Rotten Tomatoes are giving it its due because they're like, you're respecting the original, but you're developing your back roster of characters so they get more which, spotlight.
1: Which is what you need. You just can't have, like... Even even though the OG show was, he man, he man, he man, he man. Oh, we got some. So anytime shit got serious,
0: by the power of Grayskull, he'd whoop everybody's ass. The shows over. Right,
1: but this this takes this brings into account what happens when he's not here. What happens if he can't make it? Perfect example, Thundercats. Lino, all of them could fight. All of them could beat Lino, but Lino was the linchpin, right? Mm. hmm but if Lionel wasn't there,
0: they started the falling. Apart. <laughs> they, they,
1: they they but they were still a force. They yeah. wouldn't be as solid as if Lionel was there. But they still was a force.
0: Yeah, because then uh, Mumrah would still be putting hands on people.
1: Right, but of course, different level of villain, Mumrah, Lionel, oh, Mumrah, yeah. the rest of them. But in He-Man, when he when he wasn't around, which it did happen a couple times. His sidekits would get laid out.
0: And then they'd have they to win. regroup, power of teamwork, they pull and, it together. And then
1: here he comes. Yeah. Well, where's he been? It, like I said, it was rare that he wasn't there. Like, if he had to stay at the castle to protect the sorcerers, they weren't getting to that castle. But anything going on outside, his team was probably losing. In this version, everybody got pushed up. Everybody. you talking about Orko in the original version...
0: He can cast a basic it. ass spell, and then this one—he's literally holding back like the Skeletor of like the underworld. Like he,
1: he was—he had
0: a lot of good respect. He for was him. a
1: scareglow. That's who he. So technically, he was fighting the devil and holding his own and winning. That trump everything he's done in the entire original series.
0: Probably every single entity and IP that's ever been existed just. He was that dude for this one. He would look like the strongest character out of Man, every character let, they present.
1: Let's look at let's look at Man at Arms, fighting on top of a building, building sniper rifles like he fucking MacGyver. Then jumping down and fighting hand to hand and knocking out most of the folks.
0: And like when he had that whole laser beam, he just literally lit up the um the acolytes or cultists or whatever he wanted to call him. He just lit them up, laser beam. All of them blow up. It's like yeah, they'll be back. That's like the third platoon a day, and you're like. The third what now?
1: Yeah, he's fighting them off by himself now. Yeah. He wasn't doing that in the original.
0: He in the had original, he hood. would he whip a lot of ass, but then eventually he'd get taken down and just worn out. And Teela,
1: T- T- so much more overpowered now. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah.
0: But if you oh. had to wrap up the highlight for you, what what was the key moment for you?
1: I mean, I don't think I can say I had a specific key moment. I liked all five episodes as a whole. I think, but my favorite episode would probably be probably near the end when we got to heaven to see Prince Adam and give us the rest of the previous heroes. That to me was like, okay. Cause they all had the same bill except for the female who not speaking English was fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> it, was, it was just like, and they understood about like, can I have subtitles or some shit that I was, I was, I was on the floor with them. Every time she talked, I think that, and then the fact that I said earlier that he chose to stay in his Prince Adam form for eternity. Then his He-Man form showed me what type of character that he was in this series showed that he preferred to be himself. And w- he, even though he was He-Man, the core of himself, kind of like Captain America, get, earned him that title to be He-Man. Just like before Captain America, Steve Rogers became Captain America. What he did before that put him on the pedestal to become Captain America. Yeah, he, still was he said was who he
0: was. He just gained extraordinary powers. I'm and it sure
1: just shows you was. Prince Adam is, hey, this is who I am.
0: Like, this is not I, like a costume and show, show routine for me this is who i am day in day out every second and of he day. was
1: still up there hanging out with the big dogs they still had respect for him yeah. it's just this is the form i choose so it was so what it was as, as a whole i think i enjoyed it it's not like loki or scarlet witch where i could pick an episode that kept me going this one had from the start of the well we fucking killing (laughs) he-man getting real skeletor all the way to the end it kept me watching you were invested which is so which is basically what you want out of a show you want to not get like Wonder division
0: we're just kind of dragged for a while
1: it dragged it could have been shorter but like like i said we know we're getting a number two hopefully quote unquote because I would like to see what happens because we always wondered what would happen if Skeletor won. And now right.
0: we're about to see that because, I mean, he and now we're about a to a huge power boost down. and he was putting hands on everybody. Because he took the power How? of Skull. It wasn't like he yep. just took a little bit like, of magic. So
1: the Sorceress is down. He-Man is down. Orko is down. All your magicians are gone.
0: It's literally just Skeletor and Evil-Lynn against the world. But I think and, there's going to be man, that twist of Evil Lynn's going to betray him in the long run. I, and
1: see, I don't want
0: that. It's probably what's going to happen, I, though. I know, but that's not... There that's was not a lot long pause when Skeletor was like, come join me. That is what I'm you foreshadowing. Know
1: what? You know what? You know what I would like to see, even though it's been done? Let's think of the Infinity Gauntlet. The book. Not the movie. Because the book was different and better. Okay? Yeah, Thanos and Gamora. Thanos brought Gamora back, right? Mm. When he left his body to go fight Eternity and become Eternity, Gamora snatched that shit for herself.
0: So she's just, you're hoping she kills Skeletor, takes the I hope,
1: I'm just saying, we already know that she's in it for the magic. That's the only reason she agreed to help the sorceress in the first place. Because without magic, she ain't shit. So what if she gets, she already got a bodyguard. She got a, she got a bodyguard who'll do anything for her. What happens when Skeletor drops his guard? Because we know he going to get cocky. That's his major downfall. He's overconfident. What happens if he drops his guard? She takes advantage of it. And now she's running things.
0: I think it'd be a much better run empire. Because, I mean, every villain even pointed out Skeletor's downfall. So, I mean, right. Even All like the, like, even a like a the fucking... B and C list villains were like, yeah, Skeletor like he's a has some problems. Idiot. <laughs>
1: He's an idiot. <laughs> we get tired of following idiots. What like, does A.V. Lynn take over? Like, Merman point,
0: pointed out, he's like, I was in it for you. Like, I, w- I wasn't in it for, like, Skeletor. It was like, I was about you and what you were talking about. It wasn't Skeletor. So I was like, the fact saying. you didn't seek me out, that hurt me. It wasn't like Skeletor is gone. It was like, we could have had something. I'm just saying. But, like, they had to I, give it a rating out of 10. Hit me, hit me with it just so we can give the Growning Geeks kind of perspective of what we got
1: going on. As a standalone, not comparing it to the OG, yes. I'll give seven and a half. Give it seven and a half. If I'm comparing the characters now to the characters then, I'll be closer to a nine. Just because I think the characters now have more development, a better story. You did have Tila going to Hula, whatever. But if I look past that, the development, the story, how they interacted with each other was way better than the original. Hmm. But as a standalone, no, hey, this is all we're looking at. Seven and a half at best. It would have been higher without Tila doing her thing. Maybe if we got a longer fight with He-Man and Skeletor, because the fight was, come on, it was way too short.
0: It was very succinct. It was like they it, knew each other's moves, like, and they just skipped right past it, past like all the little bullshit that they would have done in the originals.
1: It was like a Superman versus Batman fight, if Superman actually was trying. That's how long the fight was.
0: Mm. Yeah, short, sweet, to the point.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much the only things that I really didn't like. So yeah, I give it a strong seven and a half.
0: Like a, yeah exactly what you were saying with the uh characters and how much everything's been upgraded that has to be a nine there were very few characters that got downgraded or brought down smith brought a lot of respect from the originals to the new ones and they really elevated their cast and crew and that's exactly what you should have a very very strong base so you're not reliant upon like your main to carry everybody and everything on their back because like you know if you're coming out with like a he-man show you know like even if it's like just you're looking at say just toy sales you know he Man is Skeletor, got to sell like nobody's business they're gonna sell everything sell like hotcakes but now that you're elevating the rest of your cast you know that you're gonna be able to bring in some extra money and you're gonna be able to build in some development and make, maybe work your way into spin-offs that people love a certain character and like a certain part of their backstory wasn't fleshed out a certain way right it's a very very good build
1: it, in my opinion in the original the main characters were of course he-man and Skeletor. Those were your top draws. That was it. That's what the toys everybody wanted. So when they put out a toy line, it was He-Man and Battle Cat or alternate He-Man Night Glow version or Skeletor with the Night Glow. And then you had your second level which was Man-at-Arms, Orko, Cringer, Evil-In. Those were your second levels. And then you had your third level like Trap Jaw, Triclops, Merman, Man-at-Arms, um Ram man who they didn't even put in here. I was the I see that little short fucker in here. Then you had those. But now if you put out a new toy line, you're still gonna sell your He-Man and your Skeletor. But now these these little girls that are out here,
0: Maybe they don't want to be he
1: they don't want to be Tila. I mean they don't want to be He-Man. They want to be Tila or Evelyn. Because you just elevated their characters to, to start up. They're up in the front for the entire series. You gave them two strong female characters that they can now identify with. And then if and you, you count, what evil, was
0: it, you said Andra was the, was Andra. The, Yeah, because literally Andra was intelligence. Tila was she just, was, like was being she's super like strong and Evelyn was super smart. You have three different areas that young girls could look up to and be like, and if you these got aren't sisters, like sex symbol characters. These are just characters that are just very If you, and if if very you got strong sisters, around.
1: like I got, I got two of my daughters. I know my oldest is going to be Evelyn because she's fucking evil. I know this. She's a <laughs> demented as hell. She don't think I know this, but I know my children. The other one, the more athletic one, will be Taylor. That'll be who she chooses. So now you got, in a family, think about you got a big family out here. The boys going to go get He-Man and Skeletor, depending on if they want to be good or bad. They sisters, oh, I can play now too. I got Taylor. Or, hey, I'm on your side because I got I got Evelyn. And then, of course, you get your... The, the youngest will always be Orko. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be the one. The littlest always has just... to get the one character that's like kind of comic relief or be like, oh, no, you're just going to be crazy.
1: But then you like, just Dang. get Orko and you just start throwing it at people, and that's pretty much all you can do. But building the characters sold this one for me. I, I like that. I like character development. I don't like them to be stacked. I know what I remember. Give me something new, but make it still the same.
0: Yeah, because like out of a 10 rating for me, I gave it a 7. The character development was amazing, but the show itself was a seven. Like I was interested enough to keep going, but there were still major issues that I had with like Tila's story was too long. We both agreed on that. We both agreed Mark Hamill's voice was not what I thought it was going to be, and it was a huge letdown. Because I mean, you say Mark Hamill in a property, I'm in. But if it's the same voice every single time, like I'm not going to be just all about that every single time. There are times where you can get away with it; it's passable. This is not one of those occasions.
1: This is this was the perfect opportunity to bring out a new voice. Yeah. And you the only thing you did was alter your pronunciation of certain words.
0: Yeah, I was like, and then I wanted more skeletor and I wanted more He Man, but I still love that they relegated them back. I feel like fifteen or twenty minutes more screen time wouldn't have withdrawn exactly. from them. But that it's such nitpicking. It's it's not a huge Go, draw. Like if, this is a good show, a, I would recommend if it. If we for get people. into
1: a second season. That's what we're going to get. Well, it's we're the gonna second gonna part of, of season man. one. Season one. This yeah. is the mid-season
0: finale we're at.
1: So if we get a, the, the rest of the first season, it's pretty much what you're going to get. Yeah. You're going to get the, what you wanted at first.
0: Once they figure out how to get Adam back. That's going to be the interesting thing. But uh, yeah. I feel like we've covered everything else pretty much succinctly. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 95. Um, audience score was a 36. You can definitely tell that there was a lot of bias being thrown there, though, and it's still relatively new. It literally came out three days ago. We just wanted to make sure we were up to date with the latest and greatest of what is going on in the world of geeks. I have been Brent, who's been hosting as Skellahore. Up top, we have the condom meant king Tony, who was providing all of his insight from back in the day, because eighties bitches. It's like I was, I was not a thing back then. I was not there. Oh, I had to man. watch all those reruns on Cartoon Network, uh, Boomerang, all that good I'm stuff. I'm telling you,
1: I had the He-Man, you put the sword in his hand, and you hit a button on his back, and the will turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With
1: swinging yep. action, like, back <laughs> when that was I the had thing. the one, man, yep, I had the cringer that just, if you hit him the right way, the whole shit fly off his body. Yeah, I mean, it was great.
0: Well, Tony, I believe there's something you'd love to say to the folks at home. Thank you for listening to Gronay Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Growny Geeks.